Hey, y'all. Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, Kingdom Guardians. And we're here again with my guest, Ada Santiago. Hello. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if you guys have not heard part one, I need you to go back. Listen to part one and then come back for this second half because Ada talked about all the obstacles that she went through, um, you know, growing up and especially in the education system during her high school career, all the pushback she receives. And we need y'all to listen to that great episode to kind of see what she had to overcome and by the power of an awesome praying mom you know some advocates that god put in her path and just holding on to that would you say that the birth scripture was i can do all things through christ who strengthens me listen and you can Let's continue the conversation because I was just like, you know what? Um, 30 minutes is not enough for everything that you got no, going on in your life. <laughs> not at all. And I know you're only 25 years old, but I feel like at 25, no, I'm sorry. Even when you were 14, yeah, I was always thinking like, this girl is, is grown. Like in my mind, I'm like, the way that you articulate yourself was just such on another level. Um, as opposed to your your peers at the time. And I remember having a conversation with you. I don't know if you remember this, about one of um, the other students in the class, one of your friends, and you were just like, I was like, you need to talk to your girl, Aiden. You were like, listen, <laughs> I have tried, Miss Martin. There is nothing else that I can say or do. I'm going to have to leave that in the hands of Jesus. And I was just like, this girl, how old are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you've always had a mindset, a future mentality. I can say that. Yeah. Even at a young age. And that was so refreshing. And to to see what God has done and continues to do in your life is phenomenal. And I just, I can't wait for, for everything that God has already planned for you to come to pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. So talk to us about, um, so you sent me a video the other day. You had to talk to, um, you know, Kingdom Guardians about this video. And why did it ruffle your feathers, so to speak? Okay. So, it ruffled my feathers. Okay. So, the video is of a woman in a wheelchair who who is a registered nurse and who traveled by herself to this hotel, like one of the big brand name hotels. And she goes into this, uh, into her hotel room or her hotel suite, which is supposedly, according to ADA law, wheelchair accessible. And it ruffled my feathers because there's, just because a room is big doesn't make it wheelchair accessible. Just because a door is large does not change its weight mm. and make it accessible. So when she goes into her her, um, her hotel room, the first the first place she goes to is the bathroom, and the bathroom had a quote unquote roll in shower, which had a a lip or more like a step Mm -hmm. that is not accessibility if I can't and it did not have a shower chair either 
if I can't roll myself to my shower Mm -hmm. to sit in the shower, first of all, the there's a, a misconception of w- wheelchair users shower in their chairs. They sleep in their chairs. No, oh. these things, yes. These things cost over thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. No, we are not going to ruin it with water and let it rust. No. We transfer, either we transfer ourselves or we have somebody transfer us. So going back to the story, there was a step, like a step in the shower. Mm-hmm. There was no shower chair, and to get to the balcony, there was a step, and she was not able to lift herself over the balcony to get to balcony. Yeah, and oh, going back to the bathroom, you. Um, she literally had to practically stand on her foot plate to reach the faucet. Yeah. If, if I can't, from from a seating position, if I am not able to just reach my hand out and my hand be flush with the top of the counter, it is not accessible. If I have to literally stand in the shower to get to the soap and the conditioner, that is not accessibility. Mm. If I have to stand to try to reach the handheld shower head, that is not accessibility. Wow. So it bothered me because the ADA law is 30 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's... Sorry, y'all, my... I don't know if y'all can hear that. Um, oh, you're good. Kingdom Guardians, they understand. <laughs> um, it's, it's 30 years old, and it's like a bare minimum law. Like, it you mm-hmm. it allows establishments to get, get away with bare minimum. Yeah. Yes. Which is not okay. Yeah. The ADA law makes it clear that those who wrote it mm-hmm. do not have people around them who associate with those with physical disabilities. Like, I get it, it. Like, does that make sense? It does make sense. And you know, I gasped when you said that um, people think that people with wheelchairs shower in their wheelchairs because that's what I thought I thought that and I feel so mm-hmm. bad now even thinking that but you don't think beyond what you see and and we talked about this and you talked about this in our last um conversation that people see something when they see you and then they put labels on top of what they see without knowing you yes so like it it really bothers me because the another misconception is that every person, every wheelchair bound person travels accompanied, and that oh. is true. You just hit me with another dagger, Ada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, girl, but it's the no, it's reality. okay. Most it's of okay. us, some do, 
but mm-hmm. most travel unaccompanied. Mm-hmm. Wow. So to have that obstacle on top of another mm-hmm. is it's it's mind blowing. Like what needs to change is somebody needs to sit down with those of power and reevaluate what ADA law is. Yeah. Because this bare minimum stuff is not it. Yeah. And you know what, Ada, as you're talking and I'm thinking about my own perceptions of things, what is the bare minimum to me as a person um, who is able to walk without a wheelchair is not the bare minimum for those that are wheelchair bound. Right. So the bare minimum looks different depending on where you're standing or sitting. Yeah. And so we need to have people who are um, in those positions like you yes. having a, a hand to make and create those laws. Yes. That's powerful. To have the funding behind it. Mm-hmm. To, uh, to actually show what accessibility really is yes wow listen while you were talking i went and i researched um what accessibility actually means because i hear that word being used so often but i don't have a a clear understanding of what accessibility means so i researched it and it says it's a noun that says the quality of being able to be reached or entered the quality of being easy to obtain or use. Accessibility means that people can do what they need to do in a similar amount of time and effort as someone that does not have a disability. So if you need accessibility as far as the bathroom is concerned, you need to be able to have the things um, catered to you so that you can wash your hands in the same amount of time that I can wash my hands. Yeah. And I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. It all comes back to we are people too. Yes. We deserve and want our independence just like somebody who is able-bodied. Yeah. And we deserve that. But the way things are done and written, it hinders that. Mm-hmm. And it's not okay. It's not okay. So it needs to be, there needs to be People like myself mm-hmm. in positions of power to be like, okay, this is what needs to be changed. Yes. This is what needs to be updated. And this is the funding that's going to go for it. Yeah. Because this has gone on for way too long and it's not okay. We are tired of being an afterthought. Ooh. Ada. Because we it we've been overlooked and set aside for too long. Wow, it's basically basically putting me in a corner and saying shut up and call it basically. With the way that things have been gone going on, Mm -hmm. and the way these laws are written, in regards to me, it's not okay. It is not okay. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So what do you think, um, you already said that you, you, you do know what needs to be done, but how do you, in all of this situation and everything that you 
gone through and experienced and see other people with disability experience, how do you still find opportunities to be grateful? Because honestly, you are one of the most thankful, grateful person that I know. Like you're very, you know, I know you talk about, you know, your depression, but I've always known you to be such a cheerful and lighthearted person. So how do you find the strength to go to that place with all that you've been going through, with all that you still see not right <laughs> um, with the world as far as your disability or with people of disability is concerned? How do you find the strength to have joy, so to speak? Well, because I know, because of the purpose I was created for. I know that God created me as he did in a wheelchair to, again, push these boundaries and to have a voice for those who don't. Because I know who I am in God. And although my physical body does not look like what he says I am, I am who he says I am. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. and I'm whole and I'm not broken. Although people may view me as such. Okay, y'all can't see me, but I'm pumping my fist in the air as she's talking because that spoke to my whole spirit right now. And that's what we here at Kingdom Guardians are called to do. Speak those things that are not as As though they were. Man, Ada, what you just said, just, oh. I said I wasn't going to do it. Remember I said I wasn't going to like shout and scream and all that stuff? Girl, I'm holding myself too. (laughs) I'm holding myself back. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Do you you have any words of encouragement for, first I want you to speak to the, the children that do have these disabilities and then I want you to speak to the the parents who are stewards over these children. Can you speak a word of encouragement to them right now? Because I know that they um, Mm -hmm. are listening and they come to this podcast to hear what thus says the Lord. And I know you got a word. (laughs) Train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it, which means... Train your child to be the best that they can be. Teach them how to advocate for themselves. When I was growing up, my mom, there's this funny story about um, the snack cabinet. Um, My ingenuity skills, because I am a wheelchair user and I'm a very determined person and I want what I want. So I pulled up a chair from the floor. I pulled up a chair, climbed on top of the counter, and got a snack for myself. If they are able to do things for themselves, let them do it. If they have the willingness and the desire to be great and to be the next president or whatever, support them back them up because they can do all things through Christ who gives them strength. Either you stand, stand by your kids 
who are able to do those things or move because your kids will prove you wrong. Regardless if they are able-bodied or not, regardless if they can speak or not, regardless if they are cognitively delayed or not, your child is a gift from God. Your child is a vessel from God to do things beyond your imagination. So hinder them, don't hinder them, help them. And teach them how to speak and advocate for themselves. Because at, through that, every barrier that they come against has no choice but to fall because of the authority that God has given you and them. And a word for the children. You are great, you are loved, and you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And don't let anybody deter you from that. Man, this was awesome. I was going to end here, but I do because your language is so, I believe that words are so important and I, I hear your words and I know and forgive me if I've been doing it wrong. I, I just want to be, you know, authentic and transparent. Yeah. Um, I've said wheelchair bound, but I've noticed you said wheelchair user. So can you um, just share with us and I'll get with you later on and mm-hmm. kind of c- compile a list. But what what words have we been using that are not appropriate when it comes to people with disabilities? And what should we replace those words with? Um, like handicap mm-hmm. is not like if you re- read back in the history, like is referred to as a beggar. Like in have like back in like the eighteen hundreds or whatever, you know, the like the people on the street who like like the disabled people would mm-hmm. basically be given a cap to like beg for money on the side of the street. Oh. So yeah, we say disabled is a better wor- word rather than handicapped. Okay. Um, um, cognitive, cognitive, like when you're talking about somebody's like mental state, mm-hmm. as far as like an education, cognitively delayed is better than the R word, you know, or got it. Yeah. Um that's all I can Yeah, I'll get with you me. later. We'll compile a list and then I'll post it um on the website mm-hmm. along with the um along with the podcast. Man, mm-hmm. Ada. <laughs> this has been so enriching. I have learned so much and I'm so grateful and thankful that you um took the time to honor my request and come speak to the, you know, Kingdom Guardians community because we need to to learn how to sort our children better. We know that they are not our own. And like you said, they are a gift from God. So before we go, 
where can the Kingdom Guardian community find Ada Santiago? And what you got going on that we can be connected to and a part of? Um, you can find me on Facebook with, through my um, business called A Stitch of Heaven, which has underscores between every word on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, let's see. I have... It's funny because I started this business through making masks when the whole pandemic started. And it, it basically goes back to being obedient to what God has given me, the gifts that God has given me. Um, I saw this um, article, not article, a commercial in regards to mask shortages and I had bought my my uh, sewing machine junior year of high, uh, not high school, junior year of college. And I was just, I pulled it out one day and just to see if it still worked. And it did. And I had every single thing I needed except for fabric. And I literally heard an audible voice say, you've been sitting on your gifts for too long. Mm. So it was basically a move of conviction. <laughs> Wow. And God really blessed me through that because it wasn't my intent to ever make money from that. Mm -hmm. But through my mom and a couple of other people were like, you and my aunt, love my aunt Claudia. Um, she was like, you need to be making money off of that. Mm -hmm. That's not easy. I was like, you're right. And she was right. It wasn't easy to do and so like I said God really blessed me through that and wow. now that the mask train has stopped <laughs> I have started making like as like three fleece blankets and I'm about to dabble in my special needs side and make like sensory lap mats and sensory wow. stuffed animals mm -hmm. yeah so oh I'm just <laughs> I'm doing the research for that but I'm about to like actually put my feet to the fire and bring them to life awesome I love it y'all heard it here a stitch of heaven underscore between each word you can find her on Facebook and Instagram is that correct yes ma'am awesome ada it's been a pleasure now first of all before i let you go okay. what is your full name because you know i know you as ada but what is your full name my full name is adelisa brianna santiago come on adelisa <laughs> y'all know she had puerto rican <laughs> yep. it was a blessing and a pleasure to have you i love you so much girl you too love you so much and i can't wait to see a stitch of heaven go to the next level y'all kingdom guardians we're so thankful to have ada adalisa santiago on with us until next time remember these kids are not your own they're just on loan to you from god yes bye bye